Girl, can I, first of all, you know, divine intervention, divine intervention. I said, oh my God, I cannot, but I have sent this file to probably six or seven people, all of which said, Mm-mm, ain't no salvage in this. I was like, are you kidding me? The, the, throughout the whole thing, the audio was whack. I wonder why, what happened? I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I didn't, I didn't see it. Cause you know what happens is I I record it, uh, Lena gets it, goes through it to make sure everything is okay, and she hit me. She says something is wrong, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" I I had her send it back to me. I listened to it. I was like, <laughs> "Christ Almighty!" <laughs> you know who did it? It had to be Escape. <laughs> <laughs> they sabotage you. <laughs> They shooting, Judy. They shooting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a mess. That's a mess. I'm just kidding. I don't want no drama. I don't want okay. nobody coming for me. I ain't stole nobody's money. You, honey. Tosh, girl. First of all, we'll get to that in a minute. First of all, how are you, my sweet? I'm good. I just came back from spring break, so I know I look all swollen. I ate everything. Girl, you supposed to. Now, first of all, I you didn't you didn't go to everything. Miami, did you? Where'd you go? No, we went to Cancun. My son, he goes to this private school here in Nashville. Um, it's an all-male school, and they have their sister school, which is Harpeth Hall. They all did like a uh, senior spring break, so it was only seniors, and it was 80 families from both schools. We oh, wow. It was so much fun. Child, when I tell you parents raise kids differently, because them kids had a ball. I was like, boy, act like you got some sins. Act like right you got here. Home. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Act, get snatched up where you act up. Okay. <laughs> but they had the time of their lives, and I'm so glad my son was able to do it. He thought he was grown. He out there with the little girls. I was like, I can't even be mad at him. He goes well, first to all of all, school. It was like I, a smorgasbord. <laughs> I, I was about to say, you can't be mad at him, because first of all, he... He looked grown because he's a big boy. Is. He's a big boy. And you know, that's how the girl, I, that's how the girls <laughs> like him. We were the only black family and they kept asking me, which one is my son? I was like, pick one. <laughs> <laughs> Both of mine. How about that? <laughs> so as I told you the first time, and, and for those who are watching, this is like our second go round, but I believe it was meant to be because I do believe that Nothing happens in the universe that wasn't meant to, either for a lesson or Amen. to show you something that you did not see. And so, again, you know, I've said it time and time again, this really is all about me reconnecting or connecting with women that I've met along my journey, women that I think are fucking fabulous. Um, hey. Just all of that, because I feel like we don't do it enough. We don't cheer each other on enough in real life. I think we do it on social media. We talk about it, but we don't, we don't always be about it. And so I figure with my platform, everybody using their platform for whatever I wanted to use my, and you know, listen, 
You from New York. I'm not Rebel from there, King. but I got New York blood, honey. I like to have a good time. So it ain't always about, you know, kumbaya, praying, and nothing is wrong with that. But I like to right. cut loose and have a good time. And that's what this is. Cancun. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I went to Cancun. They got my picture up somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> I was acting up. I ain't going to lie. Listen, you got to have some memories. You got to have some memories. So I know you are extremely busy the first go around I, I gave you flowers on top of flowers I meant it um and you know we had a great opportunity I I think to really get to know each other better you know um yeah. I can't believe it's been that many years uh that I ran the streets in Nashville and you and I kind of collided but it wasn't until much later and and I'm just happy to be reacquainted with you and I love you <laughs> now let's get oh, down and dirty oh. Let's do it. <laughs> Bring off because folks trying to text me. Let's you know what they're texting about. Y'all headlining <laughs> or not. <laughs> I ain't gonna even bother that. You don't get me in trouble. I, I'm not you gonna bother that. I'm not gonna but I will say this is no lie. This is honest to God the truth. I have never watched reality TV. I had oh, not. I now, wait a second. Let me that's that's a lie. I remember watching reality TV years and years ago with Tammy Roman and um, uh, not a different world. No, it's not. What's the name of that show? Not a different world. Real world. Real world. Real world. world. (laughs) Yes. Same thing. And, you know, I, I, I liked it. I, I, I love Tammy. I, I love that it was really about real life kind of. And then something happened and, Reality took a different turn. I was like, I can't, I can't do it. However, thing that happened to me, but yup, right. I didn't want to see all that, you know. But then I said, yeah, you know, my girl, you know, because we, in my mind, you and I've been best friends for a long time. Bestie, bestie. So I was like, let me see what my bestie is doing on TV. Now I will give you credit. You are one to try to keep the peace, like no matter what. Then friction and unnecessary conflict like why why can't as adults we talk this out I don't that's what I don't get and I think honestly it for me watching it I think it is indicative of kind of what we go through in real life and we don't always get the opportunity to see because I do Mm -hmm. believe people have on both sides insecurities about things or projecting I think mm-hmm. this way about me. So I know that's probably what you think. So I'm going to say it and act like it's true. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and the other thing, not a dig, but you know, you know, I, I did a little thing on my stories. And that is, if you're going to pray about something, really pray about it. Pray about it for real. Just pray about Don't it for real. Go pray and not pray. <laughs> <laughs> but how does that fit? Because I mean, listen, truth be told, both groups, Y'all both been through some stuff. Y'all came through an industry that has not always been kind to women, certainly not to female groups because they don't really last. Right. And so. (laughs) Right. So how how do how what is that like reliving, first of all, you know, some of your own issues and things that you guys had to deal with? And now you add more women. But then you also got to come out of that and just really live in real life. What is that like? 
So let's go back to when you said how uh, the real world was real and it looked like real life and then everything changed. Well, in 2006, Eddie and I had our own show. I married a baller. And it was, very, or it was very organic. There were no storylines. There was nothing. It was just us literally living. The things that happened in that show, you can't make up. My father-in-law had a nervous breakdown at Eddie's uh, uh, induction into the Ohio State Hall, Hall of Fame. My dog died. Like, I don't play that. My dog died on camera. I, it was just all very organic, which made it a great show. Then from there, I went to uh, Survivor. And honey, when I tell you that, it's the only reality show on television. <laughs> Ain't no story. No tissue, no toothpaste, no bathroom, nothing. So I saw awesome. you. I saw. Now that I did look at uh, later yeah. on. I was I like, mean, look at Taj. Look ever again. It was traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> but then you come out of that and then you go into this new world reality where it's full of storylines and this and angles and all that. It, it it drove us crazy. We thought, SWV thought we could handle it. We thought we could go into it and be fine. But we had to relive our issues when doing this show. When you give a producer an inkling, they're going to take a whole jar. So if you say, tomorrow my head hurts, it's going to be tomorrow her head hurts. And then it led to her dying. But she came back and it's a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing I was I, I was curious to know, because I know you guys years ago had had your issues. You worked through yeah. them. Right. For the yeah. most part. And so literally it's like ripping open another wound that is similar to the one you had. And in my mind, I'm thinking, OK, well, first of all, if you've been through some stuff, you come through it on your you're on the other side. Mm -hmm. Does it affect your relationship all over again? No, I have oh, got to say this for my girls. We were 110% authentic together, and we tried to be a vessel of, of light for them. We tried to help them. All the arguing that they did, that is like, well, you see, it's going on now in, in, in the, the present. It was really going on, and we're just like, what in the hell is going on here? How can we help y'all move forward? Yeah. But we can't do anything for them. They got to do it for themselves. Like, we can try and open the door all day long, but if you're not ready to walk through it, I can't, I can't push you. That's well, illegal. it's interesting. It's interesting. You should you you would use the term, you know, we could open the door for you. But you did. You did open the door for them. And, and for me, I saw an episode where you guys were talking about how, you know, I'm not about to argue about this. Like when we talk about you see how I put myself in like I'm a member of SWV. I'm, number, I'm the fourth member. We done sold quadruple millions of records. We did with, listen, I was in my early days of radio. I remember, I remember SWV and what you did. And I can remember myself being, you know, a, as a DJ at the time thinking, wow, these are this is a girl group doing this and doing it at this level before I had even ever heard of Escape. So we when you see it, yeah. So when you see it on TV and you're sitting there looking at them and you're like, really, right here in my face, y'all like, what? and what do you, what do you think that comes from? Is it really their unresolved issues with amongst each other or what? I mean, I don't understand. I think it's a little bit of everything. I think it's a little bit of, of, um, probably not, I don't know if it's anger, but just irritation from, years of not being able to feel like you're in the top tier. I think whenever there was a, a hierarchy, it was TLC and Vogue, SWV, and then them. I think that probably pissed them off because they're, they're talented women. They are. They're very 
good. And I think they have some great songs, but I can't control where you're placed. We don't do that. So you can't take that frustration out on other people because you're not happy. So that I think that's a piece of it. And then the other thing is they've had turmoil within from day one. And it's so like clearly unresolved. It is clearly clear. unresolved. They it is so clear. It. It jumps through the screen, the TV screen. It literally is that clear to the point where it, to me looking at it, it does look like it is so obvious that you guys are trying to show them, listen, there can be longevity. And okay, let me just, let me break it down to you like this. Cause you know, I, 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 I'm just keeping it real in my head. If I, now I'm going to say on one hand, I can sing, but the truth of the matter is I cannot. And I've made peace with my God and that, okay? It is what it is. I can carry it to when I want to, but I'm by myself. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But when you have a talent like that and you manage to strike a match, right? Mm -hmm. You manage to do what most people could never do. In my mind, no amount of you wearing the same outfit I got on or I heard this. No amount of that is going to stop me from collecting these coins because it's either this or I'm going to go sell shoes down the street. I don't want to do that. Now, I don't want to do, do that. If we can make a living for the rest of our lives singing, let's sing. Now, you don't have to spit on me if I'm on fire off the stage, but let's come together and make this money. Say a lot for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sing it like your girl did. <laughs> I, I, I don't get that. And that's the one thing I respect. And let me say, for the record, the internets, you guys managed to keep it together. Yeah, you had your ups and downs, but you said the show must go on. Mm-hmm. How about that? Look, this is the greatest job in the world. In the world. We Hour. We travel the world. We get to do fun stuff like sing. It's not hard. It's fun. Why would I want to mess that up? Why would you want to mess that up? And not only now, that, as a <laughs> as a legacy for your children. Yeah. Generational just... wealth. So and not only that, to be able to have your children look back and say, my mama did this and look what my mama did. And, oh, I can I can go, you know, through the archives and on, on you know, the web and see all of the amazing things. I just I don't I don't get it. But I, I wonder, do does it ever does it ever make you lose hope in, I guess, the narrative that constantly. I don't know, seems to run amok, especially on the Internet about how black women can't get along. <sighs> I do lose lose a little bit of help. Uh, uh, what is it? What'd you just say? What'd you just say? I, I done lost. I, I lose hope. Know what I, 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 hope. Look, I, I don't even lose know. A little bit of hope in that yeah. because it just seems like no matter what, the, the internet should be boycotting because that, that mess is off the chain. They will believe anything. And that was part of why I didn't want to do the show in the beginning or any reality show, because you have to live up to whatever that storyline is, even if it's false. So I've worked too hard to be the woman that I am today to have people attacking me for a storyline. That's not what I do, and that's not reality. But when these kids, because the majority of my kids, this younger generation, 
log on and see somebody say, Taj tripped uh, over some ice cream and now she got a black eye. They're going to be looking for that black eye all day. Oh, she covered it. It's there. She lying. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. I lost a lot of hope and faith in the internet cleaning it up and just being what it should have been. But yeah. So what we know what you've lost hope in. What have you found hope in? Yeah, I have really found hope in being true to myself. I've always said, what you put out, you get back. I'm never going to disrespect somebody for no foolishness. Now, if you hit my child, I'm going to kill your ass. But <laughs> else that we can't work out. Like, yeah. literally, you have to be able to talk. And I learned that through years of therapy. Okay, now, I have my issues. I'm, I've grown up in a traumatic, abusive household. It wasn't always easy. So growing up, I have my issues. I have my fears. I have my, 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 just everything that would stop me from moving forward. I had to work through that. And I'm proud of that. So I will hope in me and faith in the fact that I put out good vibes is what I got to count on. Mm. I, I want to do therapy. Cause you know, I got some shit. (laughs) I got some things, but I think no different than anybody else. I think we all do. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, sometimes I feel as if I don't know how to take the cape off, not really for the world, but for Mm -hmm. myself and, you know, coming through a tumultuous situation, you know, I, I grew up in foster care. A lot of people, I, I try to talk about it a lot to let people know, not for the sake of pity, but to say, hell, if I could do it, like my goodness, but he can, but I do have abandonment issues. I have. Um, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, they used to call me boss hog. I don't know if you ever watched, uh, uh, the, what was the, yes. the Dukes of Hazard. Yes, yes. They call me boss hog. Cause I want to control everything and I'm still <laughs> that way. And sometimes to my own detriment. And so I thought about getting therapy, but then I felt like a lot of that pain drove me to be successful. And I'm afraid to lose it now. I think it's become like a crutch. You won't lose it. You won't lose it. Actually, it made me stronger. Really? You said you had issues. My dad wasn't there. When my mother passed away, literally me and my brothers were separated. I was out. I felt like I was by myself against the world. And the thing that used to haunt me is my mother would say, y'all going to miss me when I'm gone. And we're like, you ain't going nowhere. She passed away when I was 14. Those uh. pivotal years. I, I had to learn how to change pads i didn't have a, i didn't grow titties till i was like 15. i didn't know well, i'm still trying to grow them and i'm in my 50s when they come when they coming <laughs> rub them rub on them <laughs> how much rubbing i gotta do you, I, look mine just came out of nowhere but it all came like i blossomed as a woman and into that whole maturity thing after my mother passed away and the people that i lived with my family they weren't nurturing so i had to learn all that stuff on my own i always say if i had a girl bless her heart i'm gonna have to send her to woman school because i didn't know what the hell i was doing but all those things hindered me for the longest time and i allowed people to dog me out i allowed boyfriends to beat me down but once I went through therapy and realized what I was doing, it was so much easier to navigate through that and avoid the pitfalls that I had constantly dropped in prior. I cannot imagine going through uh, prepubescent and certainly puberty without a mother. I mean, uh-huh. I didn't have the best relationship with 
my mama and obviously just through my own work, I am not a therapist or a psychologist, you know, like <laughs> WebMD. I pretend like I know. <laughs> I died. <laughs> diagnosing myself, what I have come to learn is that she was a girl. She was a woman much like me and she had her own shit. You know what I mean? She had, she was going through her own stuff and I didn't know that. I didn't know. And so we didn't have that kind of relationship, but I could not imagine her being absent and me trying to you know, navigate the waters of what is this I'm yeah. feeling? And, you know, yeah. what do you mean I need a maxi or a mini? Or, you know, right. why my underarms smell like onions? Like, I would need to know. <laughs> I would need somebody to help me through that. And Absolutely. it sounds silly. It sounds silly, right? But if you think about the domino effect of choosing the wrong deodorant, Choosing the wrong stuff, you know, now you got burns under your arms and your arms are darker or, you know, now your face is breaking out more. All of that feeds into the insecurities you're already feeling. Yes, it does. And you are so right. When you talked about your mom, you didn't realize what she was going through for the longest. Like, of course, when my mom said, you'll you'll uh, miss me when I'm gone. I was always in the guilt mode. So I'm like, oh, we didn't do this. We didn't do that. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. But it took me years to realize she had missteps also. And honey, after being around my grandmother, I said, I understand why. <laughs> your granny wasn't cooking, your granny wasn't baking cookies. <laughs> it starts from the top. My grandmother passed it down to my mother. And fortunately, unfortunately for me, my mom passed away before she could really pass it down to me. Whatever that was that was on her that made her miss so many marks as she was going up. My mom had six kids before she turned 21. Four different daddies. Your mama okay. was busy. She was busy. <laughs> she started when she was 14. My mom, back in those days, my mom was born in 50. So back in those days, you got pregnant, you had to get married. But right. my, my sister's father was 19 at the time. So she essentially gave her daughter to an adult. I was so about to say, wait a second, 14, 19, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. You gave her to an adult and was like, deuces, you had a baby. But why? Why did she do that? Where were you when she was thinking that this was what she was supposed to do? Nobody wants to take responsibilities for their part in things that go wrong. We all play a part in something that goes wrong. If I tell my son, I love you and you can go down the street and play with this ball of fire, you'll be fine. And he gets burned. Whose fault is that? I gave him the permission to act stupid. I right. got to play my role. Why do you think, why do you, and I, I can't really speak for men, so this is not a question that bashes women, which Lord knows I hate when I see that, but it's a true question from a, from a female's perspective. Why do you think it takes us as women so long to see that? Because I feel like every female friend that I have, it's not until we are well in our 30s maybe mm -hmm. even early 40s that we really begin to say, maybe I didn't see something. Maybe it wasn't all her. Maybe she wasn't the big bad wolf that I made her out to be. And, and like you, obviously under different circumstances, I didn't realize that about my mama until she was gone. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't go back and say, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't say I'm sorry and I couldn't address my questions. I couldn't I couldn't ask her why did you do this? Like I'm also 
my grandmother and I had a talk and I asked her, this is, I mean, Republicans don't get mad. I asked her, why didn't y'all have her have an abortion? She wasn't ready for no kids. And my grandma, she ended up, uh, she left. She, my grandfather was in the, the Air Force. So they left and went to Spain. You literally left this 15 year old with a grown man who they weren't ready to get married. And you left, she had no guidance. She made mistake after mistake after mistake. It was not a cute picture growing up. I mean, it was rough. It was really rough. And I have two older sisters who my grandmother ended up raising because my my mother wasn't able to take care of them. They were upset because they felt abandoned. Like my mother just gave them away. Like y'all, y'all got away with murder. You, you did not want to grow up with us. Right, you had, right. You had food, okay? You had clothes, you had shelter, you had everything we didn't. Isn't that something? And now looking back, I'm sure, I'm sure the little girl in you, even as a woman, has to grieve the little girl in your mom, oh, who was God, I, preaching, honey. I, 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 I mean, I would cry for her, oh. and I don't cry. I'm not a crier at all. Mm. But I cry just, girl, you got to teach me how to cry. You got to teach me how to sing, teach me how to cry, <laughs> and teach me them dance steps. No, I got that. I'm good on that. You're Pretty. <laughs> I got that. Oh, I know what it is. Teach me how to cry. Teach me how to sing. And, and I got to keep rubbing these titties. That's some three T's. <laughs> Rub counterclockwise. Counterclockwise. See, you're teaching me already. But I would imagine that that revelation could not have been an easy place to get to. Because I think as humans, we never want to take accountability for things that we do wrong. And we certainly, I think there is something specifically about girls. We think we are so much smarter early than what we really are. Because I think back when my mama would tell me, he ain't no good. And I was like, you don't know. You just old and you don't know. He do love me. Oops. Oops is right. And that oops, his name is Joey. I ended up having a baby. My mama was right. He didn't love me. <laughs> he didn't love me. He left me with a baby. Like, oh, what is happening? But I can imagine at that time, I'm 15, right? Your mom younger. And I know what I was going through emotionally. And I can see the effects that it's had on my son. Right. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine your mom is not here to see the effects, but I can only imagine the effects that it had on you not being there and just remembering those things. Oh, yeah. And I found myself falling into the same traps as my mom as I'm older and, and learned more about it because I, I actually did a Ancestry.com thing and found all of my dad's family, all of my dad's mom and uh, uh, dad's side. So there was so much stuff that I learned about my family just pockets that I didn't have a clue about that are filling in now. And one of the things that I just remember when I was, uh, I think in my early twenties, my mom, my stepfather was extremely abusive. He was a heroin addict. He was horrible. He used to whoop the shit out of my mother on a daily. And I'd find myself jumping in and getting thrown across the room because I'm jumping in. So when I was out, because I left home at 18, it's a long, my life is crazy. I was Oh, after uh, my mom passed away. So I had to leave that house. I left at 18 and ended up living with, with an ex-boyfriend, my boyfriend at the time. He became abusive. 
So I'm just like thinking, here I am repeating history. I don't want to look like my mother. Mm. I don't want to be afraid to even blink because if I do, this dude is going to knock me out. I started planning to get out of there. I'm just by the grace of God, everything worked out the way it did. I was going to, I left school and two, three days later, we got a record deal and I was gone. Oh my but God, I that is the him, grace. I had to explain that. Well, kind of, I explained it. He went to jail because he sold drugs. He went to jail. He came back and he told me, I'm not going to work anymore. You're going to take care of me. And I was what? like, you looked out for me when I was hard up. I'm going to let you slide on that one. But if you get locked up again, I'm out. I'm not doing this. And it just so happens he got locked up the same week we left our promo tour. I haven't seen him since. <laughs> Girl, don't go looking for him. Don't do it. Isn't that I something? That's 30-something years ago. I'm good. I know that's right. Plus, you, you got a, a nice husband now, honey. You good. And gorgeous son, well, baby. You living. <laughs> when I tell you. <laughs> and and gold and and platinum and gold and, and diamond records, baby, you winning. And I'm sure he ain't probably somewhere sitting in jail thinking, I get so he weak in the knees. Oh, he actually got out of jail and he reached out to me and he told me I left him. And I said, I did, but you punched me out the door. Again, the accountability. I'm sure he doesn't remember it that way. I'm I'm sure he doesn't remember it that way. Thought, so he can, he can act like he don't remember. Oh my God. That, I mean, so uh, all the things that you've said, obviously I know just based on where you are today, there are blessings that balance that, right? Cause I think that's what keeps us from really being pushed over the edge, right? What would you say is out of all of those things, what would be the worst thing, the worst memory mm. and then the best one? Ugh, girl, I can't even talk about the worst memory because you have me in here crying. Don't do but that. The, as long as you don't snot cry, I think no. we're good. <laughs> no, I think the worst memory would probably be the last time I saw my mother get beat up. It was, when I say it's traumatic, it was traumatic. My stepfather, if I had a gun, I would have shot him that night and just been happy to go to jail because he tried to literally kill my mother. And I think if it wasn't for me grabbing his arm, he threw me across the room, but it gave her a second to breathe. Her eyes were popping out of her face. Oh my God. It was horrible. I will always say that would be the worst memory of my life because I can't, I can't even imagine if I didn't grab his arm and he didn't throw me across the room. She probably would have died that night. So that would be my worst. Good Lord. Oh my God. And my best would be the day my son was born because he <gasps> saved my life. He saved my life. I always said, if something happened to me, I don't care. It's just me. Nobody cares about me. I don't need to be here. If I go tomorrow, it's fine. But when that little boy popped up and opened his eyes and started screaming, he gave me a new lease on life. And I am so grateful for it. I will kill somebody if you even scratch his pinky. Don't look at my baby. I know that's right. And I bet he knows it too. He's like, you oh, know who my mama is, right? You don't want it over here. Daddy. <laughs> Like, you don't want this smoke. You don't want this smoke at all. I love that. I told you the the first time we talked, we had the crazy audio issues. I said that you are one of those people that when you smile, your whole face lights up. And you, the energy, even on the reality show, even on the, the Queens of R&B, there is something about you 
that when you walk in the room, it is literally, now it might be the calm before the storm, <laughs> but it is certain, <laughs> <so, laughs> it is so, <laughs> it is a calmness. And, and now hearing the details of all of these things that you went through, and especially at such an early age, not only having to fight for your life, but the life of your mom, where does that resilience and that that joy come from? Gosh, I wish I knew. I mean, I think it's just survival mode. I was always in survival mode. I, I, when I left home, I had to fend for myself. When my ex-boyfriend was hitting on me, I had to figure it out. When I was on the road and it was crazy stuff, it wasn't just the girls. It was a lot of crazy stuff going on in, in the music industry and with uh, the group when uh, we first went out. It was just always something that I had to survive and I had to do it. I think I think that's how I probably worked it out on Survivor because I didn't know what the hell I was doing out there. I, I didn't, I never watched the show before I went on it and I never watched afterward. So I'm literally walking out there blind, but I was surviving. Right. <laughs> I bet you were thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all gonna leave me here? Out here? <laughs> uh-uh. I'm gonna learn how to fish. I'm gonna learn how to do this because what I'm gonna do is get home to my baby. Oh my goodness. What an, am what would you want if you could overhear your husband talking about you to someone, what would you want to hear him say? How would you like to be described or what would fill your, your heart with joy to hear him say? I actually heard him talking about me to someone. And I think it was one of his, his, uh, high school or college football buddies, they were in the living room and I was coming around the corner and I just stopped and I heard them say, Taj, I was like, ooh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you lean in. Mm -hmm. Now what? But I heard him saying that I gave him balance and that he, when he met me, the first time he saw me, he knew that I would be in his life forever because he said I was, he saw whatever he wanted when he looked at me. And I was like, and you fine too, boy. Okay. <laughs> my baby daddy. Look at my yeah. baby daddy. Oh, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> he is fine for sure. I remember, I'm telling you, when I, the first time I actually met you face to face, you didn't know who I was. I was working in radio in Nashville and we had had this car wash and some of the Titans were there. And I remember all the girls would be go, just went crazy over Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. I was like, oh my God. And then you pulled up in that big truck and, and, and like, like bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What do you think is the secret though to, because now the one thing I will say, and I love this kind of girl chat because I don't really get to talk like this often, but like I, the one thing I will say that's never happened for me, at least to my knowledge, I've never heard a man or heard of a man saying that about me. Now, I don't think that that means anything bad about me. It just means I ain't met him yet. But what do you think, what do you think the secret then is, especially in such a tumultuous time, you know, not only, I think coming out of COVID, I think COVID had a lot to do with it. You saw a lot of marriages that didn't make it because they was like, wait a minute, you still here? Like you still <laughs> breathing? Because you know, you were confined, right? And then you have some, 
just because of social media and now the accessibility to new potential relationships, new people. Because, you know, there used to be a time, you know, you get mad at somebody, you break up and get back together. Now you get mad at somebody, somebody in your DMs, right? So you break up, you're like, whatever. So what is the secret to, I guess, rekindling and, and keeping that, whether it's a fire or smolder or smoke, to where? Because you guys have been married now for what, 150 years? <laughs> 19 years <laughs> and together for 25. That's a long time. In 2023, <laughs> that's a long time. What is it that that keeps it where you say, this is my husband, look how fine he is, or that's the love of my life? Or even when when you're not around to hear him say, she is. Like she is, she is. I always knew and she still is. I, you know, I think Eddie and I are just so similar. I literally believe when we saw each other, we were looking in a mirror and when people say we look alike all the time, but I think we were just looking in a mirror. He's so much like me. I'm so much like him, but what balances us is that I'm the wild one. He's the calm one. Eddie will always find the light at the end of a tunnel. And I'm like, I want to fight today. Let's do it. Like, come with me. Let's do this. She's like, don't you remember I'm from New York? I'm looking for a fight. Turn them lights off. He, he, we are yin and yang, and I just think we're so much alike to the point that we can't see anything else but us. Even if I wanted to get rid of him tomorrow, I'd be like, come back like three, four days later. We'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, the new thing is, the new thing is researchers are saying relationships and marriages work better when you don't live together. Could you, could you be married and not live in the same house as your husband? I don't know if I could do that, but we were long distance for the first four years of our relationship. I was in New York and LA and he was in Texas and, and Tennessee. So we saw each other like every month or every other weekend or something like that. And it was fine. I mean, we worked out fine until that fifth year. It was like, okay, now we've been in part for a good long time. What are we going to do here? And he was like, come here. Well, of course, because he couldn't move. So I came to Nashville and We've been here since. Wow. We've lived together since, but we also travel a lot. So maybe that's something. That might be it too. Yeah, we travel a lot. I've been on tour. He's been on the road. He's, he, yeah, we tour. We travel a lot. So, wow. So, what do you want? I, I know you. Truth. And what was it? I said it might be some truth to that. Having to live so, one of the things I, you told me before, and I, I kind of saw this a little bit during the, the pandemic, is you talked about how um, you got your life insurance yeah, license life. or something. Life and health insurance license, yeah. What's crazy is I didn't even know there was such thing. I didn't even know you had to have a license to do that. You have to be like, yes. I, I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that. Those laws and, and, and all that stuff that goes along with, with uh, insurance and, and finance, because you can use your insurance uh, policy as an investment tool as well. So you have to be able to be up on all those laws and, and SEC this, SEC that. Yeah, I definitely need to talk to you about this. I said that before, but yeah. I, I'm for real. I want to talk to you about that. The other thing is, if what would you outside of that i know there are other things that you probably have in your head what else would you like to do like i've always wondered like if i <clears throat> in a former life i was a superstar singer but if in this <laughs> life if i were a superstar singer like why not do the things like rihanna has done like the makeup i mean your makeup every time i see you flawless your wigs always flawless and i'm telling you i it, it, 
Lena, hand me one of my wigs right here. Let me, let me, let me get Taj's. <laughs> if you could only see how many wigs I have in this room, and I don't oh. wear any of them. I don't what? wear any of them because I don't know how. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, Barbara. This is Shirley. <laughs> she pretty though. She pretty, she pretty, but she matted up because I don't know how to take care of them. So when you come to the next time you're in LA, you're going to have to come and teach me and show me. Well, why have you not done like uh, your skin? First of all, your skin, every time I've seen it, looks like porcelain. It is the most beautiful skin on a singer I have. And I've seen a lot of singers in person. In person, your skin is like butter. And Thank you. I'm not even kidding. I'm serious. And then the your wig, like the, I mean, where where's the stuff? Where's where's Taja's skincare line? Where are the wigs? Where's all that? It's coming. I'm actually working on a skincare line. I've been going working with some chemists and stuff. It's called Tajmatology. Because Cute. I love, I love skincare. I love masks. I love I love all that stuff. And I told you I learned how to sew wigs on a sewing machine during the pandemic or right before. I started working on a wig line. It's called Wig Teak. And it just got kind of sidetracked because of the whole COVID thing. And we couldn't get stuff in from China. It was just a lot. So I'm still working on that. But yeah, no, I want to be baby Rihanna. I'm going to be there. I just, I just got it. Mine is moving a little slower. If you know anybody who want to invest, just let me know. <laughs> Listen, I might be down. I wanted to do a curly hair line, like for oh, products with, for curly hair. But baby, that, I, I, what is it again? Tajma, Tajma, what? Tajmatology. I love that. I think you'd be perfect for it. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I'm working on. It's, it's coming. Eventually it'll get there and then I'll be like, you'll be like, you told me about that a long time ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, and I want in, I want in. I love it. I do want to invest. So see, we got a couple of things we got to work on. We got to work on my vocals. We got to work on my, yeah, we got to do that. And then we got to work on uh, uh, my life insurance. Then we got to work on... Now, I guess my boobs, I'm on my own on that. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to let, let you work that out. <laughs> clockwise, clockwise, clockwise. Um, yeah, I think I got it. I got All it. That. All so that. So I'm going to leave you with this. Um, I adore you. I think um, that. I love you. I think your role on the the queens of R&B, we already know what your role is in SWV. I mean, come on. That goes without saying. But I think it is we really get to see the quiet fire in you. And I think it, considering everything you've been through, um, the success, the highs, the lows, I think to still be as grounded as, again, you're one of the realest, realest celebrities that I've ever met. Every time I've seen you, you've met me with kindness and 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 I'm a Scorpio, so I can see right through bullshit. And you, you, I can, I listen, I can, I don't play that. I'm like, mm -hmm. but it's one of the reasons why I find myself secluded a lot because not because I don't know a lot of people, but I right. just, as my grandmama would say, don't put on airs around me. Just let's, I, let's, let's be you. Let's have fun. Life is too short to try to pretend to be somebody right. else. So I, I, I just adore you. And I'm so glad that we met, um, I can't wait to go on tour. <laughs> Look, I got my shoes ready that I can't okay. wear no more. Shoes, girl, honey. These feet, these are COVID feet. These are these are pandemic feet right here. What size do you wear? I might have to borrow a pair. Come on and get them. Come on to the closet. I wear a size 
Eight and a half. Ogre, I can't even put my big toe in there. Uh, well, so oh, should well, you're tall though. I I say I'm five seven. <laughs> I, I'm five four. <laughs> I cheat. Look, I cheat. I don't cheat by an inch. When I cheat, I cheat big. I'm five four. <laughs> but I just adore you. I wish you nothing but continued success. I cannot Thank wait you, to come home to Nashville so I can call you up. And we can go uh, have mimosas. We could go eat. We could go hang out. I want to do all of that with my friend Taj. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Do it, baby. Now, you let me know if you need anything, baby. These earrings right here will come right off. They got one more time to disrespect you on TV. They got one more time. Then don't watch on Sunday because you're going to take them earrings off. (laughs) My thing is, let's all just win. The cards are stacked against us already. Let's pull together and win. Trying to explain that to some people is like speaking to the death. That's why you were on Survivor. Yeah, and I survived, honey. Final four. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my love. I just appreciate you so much. Thank you for making time to do this again. That's how I know you're a real one. I'm telling you. Anytime. You and keep your daughter. eye open. I don't know. I know you can sew wigs. You you're, you got a fabulous skincare line coming out. You got all these great things coming out. This life insurance thing. I got to work. All of that. Now we got to put matchmaker on there. I want you to be on the lookout. Okay. You. Now, you know, I'm a high, I'm not, I'm high maintenance, but not when it comes to materialistic things. I'm high maintenance <laughs> in terms of my feelings and how I'm treated. And you should be. Bing. You should damn right if you won't be who will be exactly that's what i'm talking about see that's why we 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 sisters in the spirit (laughs) all right taj girl thank you so much i really appreciate it i know i was like oh my god i hate to call and ask if she could do this again because she's gonna be like girl we don't talk as much as we can talk i'm like (laughs) it's always something to talk about i'm chatty (laughs) oh me and you both girl honey i when i met my biological mother i was like that's where I got it from. This woman can <laughs> talk. Oh my God. And every female in my family, I went back to New York um, maybe three weeks ago to meet up with some family that, you know, it was one of those things when I found my biological family, I, I romanticized what it was going to be like. That ain't what it was. <laughs> It's <laughs> not what it was at all. Good gracious! I mean, listen, different. I wouldn't change nothing for my journey, but but I did find all the women in my family. Baby, we are talkers. I'm just the only one who gets paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> I get paid for it. So now, all the teachers who told me to shut up, Joe, how you like me now? <laughs> All right, girl. I will talk to you soon. And I am. I'm really going to hit you up the next time I'm in Nashville. Okay, you better. I will. I promise. (laughs) Thank you. Bye.